Edna Kimball, Edna Sells, Century 21 Right Real Estate, and welcome to today's episode of How to Real Estate. We have a couple of special guests with us. My co-host, Brayden Smith, has brought in a dear friend of his, a family friend, right? Family friend? Yeah. yeah. And this is Mr. Ryan Helsley. Some of you may recognize him. We're going to jump into why he's here and why we wanted him on our podcast. So first off, um, Braden, tell us who you are. I'm Braden Smith with Century 21, just local from around here. And this is Ryan Helsley, and I'm sure you guys know of him for sure. <laughs> and then I met Ryan kind of through his brother. Uh, I was real good friends with his brother, Caleb, and then he kind of introduced me to Ryan. So that's kind of how we met as well. Okay. And then for those of the podcast watchers, because there's a lot of realtors out there watching. Um, why is Ryan a big deal? Well, he actually plays in the MLB. That's why he's a big deal. And he's <laughs> such a nice guy. That's and he's a nice guy. I love that. Okay. And so MLB, let's break it down. Major League Baseball. Major like Ryan's just dying right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, welcome. Thank you for coming out today. No and problem. Ryan actually drove in for the podcast, so we really appreciate that. The coldest day of the year so far, mm -hmm. so that's kind of fun. And so, Ryan, tell us your version of who you are. Yeah, um, same as Braden, local town kid. Uh, grew up here, went to the small rural school at Tenkiller. Um, actually played his school at Woodall a whole bunch. Um, kind of rivals, if you will, um, for a small town school. Um, Went to the same school as Braden, Sequoia. Um, got to know him through my little brother, and now he's kind of like a little brother. You know, we've known him for 10 or 12 years, however long he's been coming around the house, you know. So it's been fun, and uh, yeah, just a small town guy, regular, regular guy. He started at 10 Killer School, huh? Yep. The big whopping, is that where your base be baseball game started? Or Well, I grew up playing all over the place, Tahlequah, for Gibson, Stillwell, you know, it's kind of local and small league ball, so um, and obviously the older I've gotten, the further I've branched out playing. So Okay, and all of, the, like, the t-ball coach is like, yeah, I'm getting to start. <laughs> yeah. or... Well, that was my dad, so he, he, oh, right here, he, <laughs> yeah. he, he coached me until I got to high school. So. I love that. Okay, okay. Um, So from... From Tin Killer to Sequoia High School, right? Yep. And you played high school ball, I'm assuming. And what position do you play? I pitched and played third and shortstop in high school. Also played football, basketball, and ran a little track as well. So. <laughs> okay, just a natural athlete yeah. then. Okay, so I have a confession. You have a Wikipedia page. You're our first guest with the Wikipedia page. Oh, there we I was go. Like, wow, <laughs> this is real. This is big time. Um, so I'm going to ask you a few questions, and you let us know if they got it right. Okay. okay. So Ryan, you speak Cherokee? No, I, mean, I know some words. <laughs> Definitely not fluent in it. I, I, I give my grandparents a hard time all the time because they kind of helped raise us and watch us during the summertime. And I was like, I wish you guys would have spoke to us in Cherokee so we could have learned it. But uh, no, I definitely don't. I'm not fluent in it. Okay. But you know all of the dirty words, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> not a few. <laughs> we had that discussion when I saw that. I was like, what? That's crazy. And so where do the grandparents live? They live over in Stillwell. In Stillwell. Yeah. Like Bunch? Stillwell? Yeah, like Greasy. Greasy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is my in-laws area, okay. so bunch yeah. and greasy for sure. Yeah. So love that. Okay. Also, it says that you are a 
world-class athlete. I love that. Did you know that you are labeled as a world-class athlete? I did not. I guess, I guess I need to read my Wikipedia page. <laughs> I love that. I was like, I mean, I've heard them talk about Ryan. And so I just did a little, and then I was like, oh, this is a big deal. I should have prepared better. But anyway, um, okay. And so then one of the things I wanted to ask to be at the level that you're at, obviously, um, who was like the most influential person family-wise that, that you feel like helped get you there? Probably just my dad. And I have a twin, so that probably helps too. You know, always having that constant competition, you know, just always pushing each other. Um, but uh, it was never really like a thought or a possibility for me until I got older. You know, it was always a dream to play Major League Baseball. But I think having my dad always kind of beating into our heads, you know, like you just need to be the best. You can be at whatever it is, you know, not really point towards sports, but whatever job or career you pursue. So, um, I think my dad and just having a twin brother really helped a lot. Yeah, and what's brother's name? Kyle. Kyle, shout out to Kyle for helping you there. I love that. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's your friend, right? Okay, gotcha. And so here's the thing, guys. You you wonder why we have an MLB star here on the podcast, but how to real estate, how to do anything at a high level, it really is a mindset, right? And knowing that there's no ceiling other than what you the ceiling you give yourself. So dad helped you with that and yeah. just said Build the dream, get the goal, and make it happen. Right, yeah, that's definitely something I've learned too. The higher, you know, I've gotten into my career and the further I've gone along, it's, you know, it's more of a mental thing that separates, you know, people instead of, you know, their talents and stuff because, you know, we're all pretty capable. So it's more of a mental thing that I've kind of come to find out. This is, this is my jam. I love it. <laughs> it's absolutely so true. At any level, you get to determine what the next step is. So, um, okay. And so I would be remiss if we didn't cover just how world-class he is. Brayden, give us his breakdown. What are we talking about here? Yeah. So Ryan, he actually made it to the all-star game this year, which was really awesome. And then he made all MLB second team this year as well. And then he threw an immaculate inning, which is doesn't happen very often. So if you could speak on a few of those experiences, how those were. Yeah, um, the All-Star game was really cool. I uh, got to share with my mom, dad, brothers. Um, it was really fun. They got to come out to L.A. and they flew out. Um, my wife didn't get to come. She was too far along pregnant. She was like 37 weeks. And she really gave me a hard time. About coming. I was like, look, you're not coming. I can't let something bad happen, you know. This game really doesn't mean anything, so I made her stay home, and she still gives me a hard time about that. But uh, So you just have to do it again next year. Yeah, I know. So I, I got to make it again okay, at some point yeah, so her yeah, and the baby like can that. come. Yeah. Um, the Magdalene inning was really cool. I didn't really know I was, you know, almost doing it until, like, the last pitch. So I was like, I got to try it right here. You know, I got one shot at it, and, you know, it, it happened, which is really cool. And I think there's, like, one in, like – I don't even know the odds. It's super small. It's like less than a hundredth of a percent of it happening. But there's actually like five this year. There's, I can't give you the number, um, but there's been very few. Well, congratulations. Um, yeah, all MLB second team was really cool. Um, they just came out with that about a week or two ago. So that was really cool to be a part of that. Oh, wow. And so your baby was born after the Immaculate? Ball game or I think before? Before, yeah, okay. yeah. She was born August nineteenth. So. Okay, so you didn't get a chance to name her immaculate. Mm, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just so people would say constantly, "Why did you name her?" Yeah. Well, there was this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay, that's pretty impressive. So, for those of you who are not superstar followers of MLB, the All Star Game is a big deal. So that's super impressive. And so, technically, two of those, then, right? 
Well, an all-star game, and then he made the all-MLB team, which is really similar. Yeah, sure. it's like an end-of-the-year yeah. voting, like, honors, you know. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. From, from your peers, or who does I think it's like? fans and peers, like a combination. Oh, like that's even coaches, better then. Players, yeah. Yeah. Much, yeah, so. Very impressive. Okay, I love that. And so you had brought up the fact that you're married, so tell us about the family. What have you got going yeah, on? Yeah, my wife, she's pretty cool. She actually just graduated optometry school. Um, in May, so she's a doctor. Um, she's gonna be cooler a lot longer than I'm gonna be cool. So, um, <laughs> she went long term. Yeah, right? yeah, she's okay. got the long term vision. But uh, yeah, she she's from Baldrill. Went to school here at NSU for eight years. Um, we now live in Fayetteville, and we move three or four times a year. You know, kind of the baseball life. Um, but yeah, she's a great mom, and we got a great baby girl. So it's been life's been good. And how old is the baby? Four months. Four months. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, let me tell you, Brayden got something for the baby. Oh, there we go. There, there's her first Christmas <laughs> book. Oh, maybe it's not her first, but her first Christmas book from us. So there we go. We'll send Thank that to her for sure. Okay. And so you are traveling around a lot. I don't know that you've actually mentioned the team that you're with, though. St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals. And I I know you guys are assuming everybody knows that. But <laughs> let's just put it out there for the people who don't. So I love that. And so how often are you in St. Louis and how often are you at home with the baby? Yeah, usually in St. Louis from like end of March to November-ish, you know. Hopefully we go to November and make a deep run in the playoffs. Um, but I'm usually gone eight, nine months out of the year, leaving February and get back November, you know. So I have like three-ish months of off-season and then. Even the off season feels like it's more busy than the season now, especially with a kid, you know, and traveling around, seeing all the family and stuff, you know, so it's just a constant go. Wow, that is a lot of travel. It's a lot of commitment. Yeah, so, well, one of the things when, when Wikipedia described you as a world-class athlete, some of the things that came up um, for world-class, being skilled, having stamina, endurance, motivated, commitment, resilient, and passionate. You want to speak on any of those things? Yeah, I mean, I think that's just kind of what we talked about with my dad. You know, he just kind of always gave us, you know, a talk about how if you want to be a janitor, be the best, or if you want to be a doctor, be the best, you know. And it was just always kind of like if, looking back on life, if I failed, you know, I knew I gave it everything I had, and that kind of helped fuel my passion and, you know, the fuel. just wanted to be the best I could be, and, you know, I still keep that same mindset every day, you know, just not really trying to be complacent. Oh, that's amazing. And I'm assuming that nutrition – plays into some of this being a world-class champion? Yeah, for sure, you know, and the off-season's tough because there's so many awesome holidays, you know, so <laughs> it makes it even harder to eat super well. And, um, but I try to do the best I can, you know, and um, try to follow, not super strict, but, you know, try to keep it as best I can. Okay, and I'm assuming they probably have a pretty rigid program when you're in on-season. Yeah, right? for sure. So. We have lots of food, you know, it's like a five-star restaurant, you know, they take really good care of us. We have, it's like a convenience store when you walk into our little cafeteria, it's pretty much... Cookies, brownies, whatever you oh, can imagine. No, Fruit, <laughs> yeah, all the drinks, you know, beef jerky, gum, snacks, whatever you name it. It's there. Oh, nice. Yeah. The VIP. Yeah, for yes, sure. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, and then I love to talk about sleep with all of our guests because I think to do anything really well, you've got to be a good sleeper. How How is that working to your program? I feel like I'm a great sleeper, especially when, you know, you don't have a crying baby at night. But, uh... <laughs> It makes it a little more fun when it's your kid, you know, when you're waking That's up. Well, yes. if someone else is waking me up, I probably wouldn't be in such a good mood. But uh, during the season, I sleep pretty well, especially on the road, you know. Just got the blackout curtains, and I try to sleep 8 to 10 hours a night. Um, 
I feel like it's really important, especially for an athlete, you know, have recovery when your season's eight months long. So. Oh my goodness. And, and it's weird, but as a realtor, I push sleep on the team members because I think that anything after 9 p.m., junk food, junk TV, mm-hmm. junk drinks. <laughs> Whereas if you get up really early in the morning, there's not too much junk going on. You're usually working out or meditating or something. So what does a typical average day when you're on season look like for you? So we're actually opposite that because our games end at like 11 p.m. every day. So I'm usually not going to sleep until 1 or 2 a.m. Then I wake up around 11, 10, 30, 12, somewhere in there, depending on how tired I am. And then some days we have morning games at noon and we're waking up at nine. So your sleep schedule is kind of up and down. Yeah. You know, you really got to try to focus on that and get your recovery in. Yeah. So yoga or meditation or strength, agility, what kind of workouts do you do? So during the season, I work out two days a week. And then every day of the week, I'm doing some kind of body maintenance. You know, we have all kinds of recovery tools, you know, like a sauna, bolt and hot tubs, um, red light beds, you know, like those pressure chambers, it's like altitude stuff, you know, we got um, the cryo chambers, you know, we got a lot of stuff and we got really good uh, trainers and stuff to help take care of us and, you know, just kind of mixing all that up, just trying to, you know, keep the body guessing and trying to stay as healthy as I can. Because the arm is what it's all about, right? For sure, for yes, sure. But, yeah. you know, it's eight months long. Sometimes your back hurts or, you know, your leg or whatever, you know, for whatever reason. So, um, you know, it's always trying to stay healthy. Right. And so I know a little bit about pitching because my granddaughter, she's she's a prodigy. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's thirteen. So, <laughs> so I do have to ask, how fast is your fastest pitch? Uh, fastest ever was one hundred four point two, and that was this year, um, September. I think I averaged around 100, so, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, she's doing well for her age, yeah, but not yeah, that well, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> very impressive, very impressive. And that's kind of how they judge you, right? Because you had mentioned there was, a, was that part of the Immaculate game? Yeah, he definitely threw over 100 during the Immaculate inning, for sure. But I think his fastest one was what he was talking about, and I'm pretty sure it was the fastest one in baseball. That's okay, fastest. that's what I thought I had heard, so, that, so I was trying to get that to come yeah, out. Yeah, it so. was the fastest He's issue. being so modest. Oh my I, have, I have a teammate. He's actually a pretty good friend, um, and he throws really hard, too. So we kind of had a little friendly competition to see who can throw the hardest. And you that. shut him down. I, I actually <laughs> Just barely, just barely. <laughs> the competition is so good, yeah, right? Yeah, so sure. okay, so I have to go back because you're being super modest about that. Tell me again, Brayden. He threw the fastest of anyone yeah. in MLB. Yes, yeah, so this year the fastest pitch in the MLB. That we should have led with that, guys. That's a big <laughs> that's deal. That's a, <laughs> that's a really big deal. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll actually mention that to my granddaughter. Shall we ever? No. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, tell me, so in real estate, one of the things we do is we, we believe everything can be tracked and measured. So obviously you track your speed. What other things do you track and measure to kind of keep you on track? Uh, there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, sleep is a big one, you know, like you go in every day and kind of talk to the trainers of how you feel and stuff to kind of gauge what your plan is for the day. Um, talk to your pitching coach, manager, you know, also to see if you feel well enough to perform that day. Um, you know, all, all kinds of stuff, you know, go into the weight room, same thing, talk to those coaches. Um, you know, there's a whole list of stuff, you know, we play here all day and talk about, but, uh, you know, spin rates, it's like how fast the ball spins, you know, below on that direction, you know, spin direction, the forces of the wind and gravity, there's all kinds of stuff, so yeah. 
Have you ever read the book Atomic Habits? Okay, it talks about the 1% and there was a cyclist team and they started getting into some of the 1% things such as the wind speed and certain oils that they use and everything. And so it sounds like the MLB has probably got that locked down. Sure. <laughs> but again, tracking and measuring, it's exactly what you said. Everything that you are striving to be, if you want to be the best, you've got to track and measure and go from there. For sure, every yeah. real thing adds up. Yeah, yeah. So has Braden ever hit off of you or? No. <laughs> <laughs> has he ever even tried? No. Oh, okay. I'm smarter than that. <laughs> Would you catch for him, Brayden? Uh, I would. I have, but oh, I'm not very good at oh, it. Yeah. Okay. To me, that's scarier than trying to hit off. I mean, might have to have somebody else come back. <laughs> I don't want to break a finger. That's like that. the ow. Yeah, I get the extra padded gloves. Okay, I love that. So, um, and so, what does your wife think of this? Because when she, how long have y'all been married? A year and almost a half, a year and like four months. Okay, and high school sweethearts, or how so did you guys I met her at NSU my sophomore year, her freshman year, and she played softball at the time, and we were at like all team physicals, I guess, and okay. yeah, kind of met then. And so she was a ball player too? Yeah, yeah. Playing at a high level in, in college. Yeah. I like that. Okay, awesome. Okay, Brayden, what else should we be asking this world-class athlete while we've got him here? I know he's got some hobbies, Ryan. Can you speak on some of your favorite hobbies? So when I'm home, the very short time I am, I love to hunt and fish. I like being outdoors. Um, I feel like I get my people fixed during the season, you know, around a lot of people during the season. So I like to kind of venture out and get some me time, you know, out in the woods or on the water and just kind of hang out and just kind of see God's beautiful creation. You know, I, I love being out in the woods and just taking it easy and, it's kind of like my reset in the off season, you know, kind of, you know, there's so much going on throughout the season mentally and physically. So just trying to go out there and relax and, you know, just enjoy some fresh air. Yeah. And so on the hunting part, a bow hunting? Yeah, or? I mainly just bow hunt. Um, I'll, I'll rifle hunt some or muzzleloader hunt and, then, you know, hopefully one day I can go out west and hunt some elk and stuff out in the mountains. That's kind of the goal of mine. So. I see that in your future yeah. for sure. <laughs> I love that. Okay. And then, um, so having grown up around here, the fishing, river or lake? I uh, fish out at the lake at Tinkiller, some in the river. Um, usually when I get home, the weather's not too nice for fishing, so uh, I haven't really got to do too much of that, so it's mostly hunting. Yesterday would not have been a good fishing. No. You might have to break some ice yesterday. Yeah, ice fishing. There you go. That's a, that's a good one. Okay, so when you're not hunting, fishing, you're not with the baby, and you're not playing ball, you had mentioned there was a, a church that you were affiliated mm -hmm. with. Yeah, I go. we go back to Mulder where my wife's from, and we go on Sundays, and if I'm in town, we're usually down there seeing her side of the family and things like that and letting everybody get their baby fixed. So. Oh, yeah, that's important. Yeah. That's important. I love that. So so large family for her here and large family for you, yeah. right? And do they get to travel with you or go out and see the games? They come a little bit, probably like once a month. It's about a six-hour drive from here, and they usually come to St. Louis. Um, but this year we're playing in Dallas, so it's actually even closer than St. Louis. So I'm sure we'll have a lot of family and friends that venture down there. That's perfect. Okay. So, again, when you're playing at this level, it takes all of the things that you've got to track and measure from sleep, nutrition, but mainly mindset. And that's whether you're doing real estate or not. Now, one of the things that we like to ask all of our guests, I don't know if Brayden pre-warned you, um, if money was no object and you were purchasing your dream home today, okay. what's three things that dream home would have to have? Okay. <laughs> Brain's trying to sell him a home right now. <laughs> um, I think a view, 
A view, okay. And so the view would be of the water. Of yeah, the like a, the lake. Or oh, mountains. okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think an awesome kitchen. I like to cook and oh, bake, so I like being in the kitchen. And bake. Yeah, oh. I like doing all that kind of stuff. And then I think the third one would be like an outdoor entertainment area, like yeah. fire bowl, pit, grill, fire pit. Okay. Yeah, the whole backyard. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Okay, and Brayden's gonna be a realtor. He's gonna have to get started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, and that's none of that is so crazy. Right, so you don't right. need the um, the car elevator where the car spins yeah, and you don't have to back yeah, out or anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so far nobody has said that. Maybe that's just me. I don't back out very well, so maybe that's why I need that. So okay, perfect. Well, we are so excited to have you here. You're you're a really big deal according to the entire office and MLB and Wikipedia. So I love that. And you were so gracious to take your time out and come and visit with us today. So we really, really appreciate it. And now I'm a massive St. Cardinals fan because of that. So thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No, we so appreciate you being here. Anything else, Brayden? Did we cover it all? I think they'll do it. Thanks for joining us. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. And guys, thanks for watching. If you would love to be a guest, reach out. Otherwise, follow, subscribe, and like, and watch our next episode. Thanks, everyone. Bye.